This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So welcome to the Bees at the Euros podcast. We're in Lens after the game. We're outside the pub. It's absolutely buzzing. It's lively. People are singing. They're in the street. Take me home. They're talking about not taking me home because people ain't going home here at all. I think the last train back to the Lille is at about 8 o'clock and no one's got any attention to getting on that. So no one has got no idea. They're going to be staying here all night, I think. Absolutely tremendous game. First half was a bit rubbish, but the second half, England turned the screw. 1-0 down at half-time against Wales. Last-minute winner. There's nothing better than the last minute. Our name's Billy Grant, and I'm here with Dave Lane. Dave, how are you doing? Yeah, really good. This is um, this is what the tournament needed. This is what England needed. Um, the second half, as you said, needed need, we needed changes, and the changes needed to work, and that's exactly what happened. Vardy came on, almost had an instant impact, and then, you know, we, we had, you know... We had a last-minute winner. The whole place is partying. We've got no idiot Russian militia here. What's happening tonight is what would have happened in Marseille if there was no aggravation. So tonight, we party, mate. Everyone's happy. This is what the Euro is all about. It is what the Euro is all about. Oh, listen, I'm there with Reg as well. Reg is the Blairs the, the, the are in house, like I'm saying. They came out. You didn't go to Marseille, did you? No, we couldn't get time off work. But you didn't make it to Marseille, but you're here for this game today now. I mean, you've come out here and you've got a whole, you've got a whole itinerary put. You've got your car and you're going all over the place. But were you a little bit worried when uh, Wales went 1-0 up? I was, because I could see their fighting spirit and the way they were defending, they were making it very difficult for us. But I think the changes that had to happen did happen at half-time. You know, and all credit to England, they came out second half and they were all over it. They were all over it. I didn't doubt for one minute that we'd win today. And you're feeling, I mean, what was your feelings as well when the goal, I mean, when the, when the equaliser went in, how are you feeling? Oh, it's just a sense of relief. It's just absolute sense of relief. You know, it, it felt like, you know, you know when the tables turned, that was the absolute turning point. I, I knew from that moment we'd win it. And you said that's the turning point. I mean, obviously the Russians, they absolutely dinked us in the last minute and we were sitting in that stadium absolutely depressed after the game. We couldn't in utter a word. We sat there for half an hour in the steps. As I say, we could see you cry on the telly. We almost did cry on the telly. But today, as the Welsh were singing to us, England's going home, England's going home, popped up at the last minute, boom, bang, bosh, in the back of the net. How would that feel? Oh, it was amazing. Everyone fell over where I was. Everyone fell because they were jumping so much they couldn't even stay on their feet. There was a heap of people and everyone just went absolutely crazy. That moment was just magical. It was really, really special. And as you say, I mean, you have been walking around the town here of Lons. Um, Lons is actually quite a good place, isn't it? I, I love it. 
I love the old buildings. The fans are great. The Welsh have been amazing. I've met loads of Welsh people. We've been sharing beers with them. It's just good crack. And you, met, you met some families and some people from all over the place, and you just said that you know so you've got some vibes and things that you didn't even understand about before, didn't you? Yeah, it's lovely. I mean, people are just a real sense of relief tonight. That it's fun. This is what the tournament should be. This is exactly the atmosphere we want, and it's magic. Listen, I'm um, listen. I've got other people in the house. We've seen there. We've got music and lights as well here, rack in the background. They've got a right old disco in the street. This is one thing that was missing from Marseille. I say, if you, if you went to some of the other Euros, uh, the Dutch had it right. What they did is they put out music for the English. They put out footballs. They put out water. They got them entertained. They let them entertain themselves. They felt, listen, these guys are listening to us again here at Lens, Lons. A lot of the bars there, they just put out music, and people are thinking this is a laugh, making their own entertainment. It's kind of really taken the edge of it um the glued up and also the police even though they're here in their droves they're just sitting back and they haven't necessarily got that same really arrogant attitude that they did have down in marseille but i've got the, the soups man in the house now you're very happy today because i know you stepped in only a few days ago didn't you yeah i just came over yesterday uh, i avoided marseille i've been there before didn't like the place to be honest so i thought i'd give it a bit of a swerve as uh, a, a good call so i came down to lille i was a bit apprehensive about going to lille in the first place I did a bit of pub research, got a place outside of the city centre, away from the train station. Turned out to be a lovely little bar with the French people in there. Not rammed, but busy with the French supporting their local team, obviously. They were happy. A few English in the house, they didn't mind that at all. Just a good night out in Lille. Turned out good. Turned out good. Look, I'm going to ask you, OK, this game today, the first half, England were kind of stinky. Right? What was going on in that first half? I think we we didn't want to commit too much. Hodgson has um, he's got a default setting of don't lose the game, keep it tight, don't overcommit in case you, you get sucker punched. And it was just a bit dull the first half to be honest with you. He had fair plays. Half time he, he sorted. We weren't cutting through him. Welsh weren't look, weren't looking to attack too much. He just said we need to get him. That's what we're all thinking, and he, he played it out, so fair play. Listen, listen, I'm going to ask you as well. Listen, I mean, this is, you know, we talked about these two games we played now, and in the first half, you know, in the first game as well, you know, uh, we played very well in the first half against Russia, but, you know, we didn't get the goal in the first half, but we got the goal in the second half, set back. There was a bit of a safety factor going on. Again, today, you know, in the first half, we played, played quite rubbish, whereas we know how we can play. We won every single game of our qualifiers. Is there a mentality there? Just literally just not to lose and it just doesn't matter how rubbish you play as long as we don't lose. Do you think that's what it's all about? Or do you think that they're just nervous or do you think that Roy is just uh, he's just not a gambler, bit enough of a gambler? I, I don't know. I mean before today I'd have said that he isn't enough of a gambler, but he did what he needed to do today, he made the right substitutions, he changed the game. Sturridge had a good influence on the second half, Vardy scored the goal. And, I don't know, having a good mentality about not being able to be beaten, that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, the sides that don't know how to lose are the sides that win tournaments. So, yeah, I, I think we're doing something right. You can't be brilliant all the time, can you? And first half, it was a bit disappointing, but they were sitting back. They were well organised. They did what they had to do. They got the goal. But credit to England, you know, came out second half and turned the game around. I speak, we've got the Geordie John in the house. The Geordie John was on our podcast, our first podcast up in the hill in Marseille. It was about two o'clock in the morning. We were absolutely knackered after having to walk four miles back from the stadium because they hadn't put on any trains for us. Thank you, cheers, manners. So, uh, but it was different and also we were gutted because obviously uh, the Russians had scored a last minute equaliser when we felt that we should have won the game. 
it's a totally different ex experience now because we've uh, won the game with a l our last minute winner and it just shows how exuberated and excited the fans are as well but I think maybe it was a microphone from Geordie John to the dugout and to Mr Hodgson as well which may have done the business because you actually said you knew exactly how to change that game didn't you? I told you at half time Billy I says he's got to change the team changes changes <laughs> look back what I said changes he had to bring off um, Sterling he had to take off Kane, Kane and he had, to, he had to make changes he done it and what happened Listen, I mean, the first half I stood beside you, John, and you were cussing and shouting and swearing, not happy with Roger Hodgson. Getting behind your team you were, but you weren't happy with what was going on. I had to remove myself from your surroundings in the first, <laughs> the second half, John, because it was getting a little bit blue in the air, you know, and I was thinking that you might actually start kind of beating yourself up or something like that. But the second half, obviously it was different for you, wasn't it? Second half, totally different, mate. As I say, the, the two fellas he brought on, they just changed the game completely. We, we were much Changes. more attacking. Changes once again, yes. <laughs> uh, we, were, we were just such an attacking force in the second half. But this is what he should have done, in my opinion, against Russia as well. He should have made the same changes then, but he didn't. And it just goes to show. I mean, listen, we're talking about this as well because, I mean, we've talked, we asked the question, you know, is it a case of just getting out of, like I said, getting out of this, this group because we don't want to lose these games? You know, we haven't lost either game. And so could you say that his tactics were right? I mean, the fact is that he came and he was a little bit safe and they got the goal. But technically, if they locked up against Russia and they didn't get the goal, he would, everyone would have said, yeah, brilliant, you're a genius. And again, today, maybe he was playing ultimately safe in the first half to make sure we didn't go behind. But it all went a bit horribly wrong. But then in the end, he thought, bugger this, I might as well just go hell for loose. Yeah, well, he went, he went absolutely mad, didn't he? We ended up with, <laughs> we ended up with four strikers. So from being a boring, negative manager, he suddenly... He's like Kevin he's taking, Keegan. He's taking his clothes off yeah. and he's running around the pitch naked, isn't he? Oh, he's like Kevin Keegan, just, you know, you score, we'll score. Yeah. So, no, very happy the end, but um, it's just, what's he going to do in the next game? What's he going to do in the next game? So, listen, the game today, actually, like I said, to all England fans here, it's really nice to see everyone smiling, happy, bouncing, jumping around. No one really wants to go off and get in the train. They just want to hang around here. Nothing like it, like I said, even though the, some of the music's actually quite terrible, you don't really mind because it's music and it's just there. It's getting the vibe going, yeah, isn't it's it? It's great, yeah. I just wanted to say, like, I've seen you guys on Twitter and it's been great to like understand exactly what's going on. You, you've given a great account of exactly what's happening. And I just wanted to say, like, the vibe out here now is absolutely fantastic. You know, England, Wales, we've all got on fantastically. There's been absolutely no trouble from what I've seen. The Wales guys have come up to us and shaken our hands after the victory. You know, they, they couldn't have been nicer to us. It's been fantastic, honestly. It, it, the vibe. Yeah, wicked, brilliant. man. And listen, because it's interesting. You said, you said you've been following us on Twitter. So yes, you, were you back at home? Yeah, we were back at home. We just came out for the game today. We're staying out for Slovakia, but I have seen a lot of the Twitter vibe. And I saw you guys. So I saw your friend and I came over and I said, hey, man, nice to see you. And uh, yeah, it's been great to watch you guys. And this is interesting because, again, I've been, we're out here. So it's really interesting because we don't see replays. We don't really see the news. We try and catch up on social media. Yeah. But there's too much information to find out. So what was happening for, for you what, what, what are you hearing and what was what were you hearing from us that was different you know what I'm saying well the problem was I think Sky Sports News were out there right from day one trying to trying to get a scoop on like what was going on England fans were in the bar over there they're a bit boisterous the police are standing off over and it was kind of a little bit like you know, they were trying to big it up as if like you know there was there was a hooligan element right from day one and I actually don't think it was really like that you know I think the England fans were always. It's quite, I think it was always a kind of atmosphere, and of course, sometimes it turns the other way, and it, and it happens, and you get you get a few idiots who do do stupid things. But ultimately, I think you know you can see it here tonight. 
I just think ultimately 99.9% of people are out here having a fantastic time and really enjoying it you know that's wicked and th- I mean if people don't know I mean this is sorted, but this is actually our 12th tournament go every single tournament and we've been blogging video blogging and doing stuff for years since yeah. ni- we got fit footage from 98 yeah. what we always try and do is we always try to show the alternative side of what's happening with England yeah. I mean we've got videos from the favelas in uh, Brazil yeah. stuff like that that people don't really know yeah. about you know from Japan we've got loads of footage from that as well um, yeah. but you know which is all good and what we're saying to people out there is just, just check us out because there are other sides to England that you don't know about yeah. don't necessarily read or believe all you're saying just you know quickly saying? I mean like we've been, going, we've been going to the football since 2004 in Portugal we, we did the same we were, in, we were in Brazil we were in South Africa Fortunately, you go that far afield, you, you manage to avoid a lot of the idiots. And unfortunately, when you come over to France, you're just across the channel, you do get a few, and that's the way it goes. But ultimately, 99.9% are absolutely fantastic. The Welsh fans have been brilliant, and I think, you know, it'd be great to put it out there that everyone knows we've had a great time. That's good. It's good to see you. Thanks yeah, for coming over to us, much. mate. Yeah, thank you. Listen, we've got another man in the house here as well. You've got, I think you've come over as well today, haven't you? Uh, no, we were in Marseille as well. Of course, you're in Marseille. So we I mean, like, okay, I'm going to ask you because you was in Mar- I mean, we were in Marseille and we were here. I mean, everyone seen our stuff out on Besotted.co.uk, uh, Besotted 92 and Besotted 1992 on YouTube as well. We got videos. We got our video blog up on Besotted, so you can check all that out. We got videos up there. We've got podcasts up there, and we've written stories as well. Check it out. We'll do it for the whole of the Euros. But it'll be interesting to hear from your point of view because you know people are not feeding back to us as such because we're just on the go the whole time. What was your view of Marseille and the difference between there and here? Marseille was uh, a different world to here. We didn't get caught up with any of the shit, to be honest with you. Uh, we, we, we held back, we missed it all. No, alright. And um, we missed it all, obviously we saw what happened, we saw the aftermath what happened, bottles and stuff. We missed it all, but you come here, Wales fans, English fans getting in amongst it, it's, it's, good, it's good to see, win or lose. Welsh fans are playing it pretty well to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, the Welsh fans are coming up, but, you know, like I said, England in Lons today, um, there was trouble last night, apparently. I don't know the, the length of the trouble. I mean, we went into Lille, but we didn't go. To, we just stayed 10 minutes around from where the square was. We saw nothing. It was absolutely brilliant, but there were people going around filming, and, you know, the whole of the TV crews were down in the, the square in Lille, very similar to where they were in the Queen Vic bar in Marseille, where the whole world thought that the Queen Vic bar, which is this one bar, was the only place in Marseille. Whereas, as you know, there are a million other places that people didn't know about, isn't there? Well, we, <laughs> we've been... Uh, we, we, we've only walked through Lille. We only got here this morning. But um, there's plenty of places to it. From what I understand, they recorded just outside the station. Um, we've seen, obviously, what's been said on the media. But there is so many other places you go. In, same in Marseille. There are so many other beautiful bars you go to where you go for a beer, enjoy yourselves without any trouble. I don't understand why the media are reporting just this one, one sort of thing. And just quickly, I've got to ask you about the game today. The match itself, because I'll talk to you at half-time, and then you were a little bit nervous, it has to be said. Uh, I, what was it? He, head said one all, heart said three one. Two ones slap back in the middle, Bill. You have, but you were little. nervous though, weren't you, Mr. I was, I was, but I'll take the two on. I am over the moon. So, what do you think it is? Why were England playing like that in the first half? The subs, the subs all day long. Harry Kane was uh, drunk. Yeah, <laughs> Sterling was non-existent. Tired, <laughs> tired, yeah. And uh, 
make the changes and all of a sudden we're laughing. Do you, but, but do you think it was all tactical? Do you think that was it? You lulled them, the, the Welsh into a full sense of security and then there we go. <laughs> I don't think that was tactical. I think Roy put our best 11 what he thought and he made the changes. I mean, we had four strikers on the end of the game. That's right. There you go. That was the time. Listen, we got Welshmen in the house. Listen, all I'm going to say to you, first of all, you boys, you're out here today. You've had some laughs. You've turned up in numbers. Uh, commiserations to you because we got the last minute winner. We were crying against Russia, and I know we know what those tears are like. Yeah. And you have got similar tears today, have you not? Yeah, we have. We have. But can I just say one thing? Like, like we're in Bordeaux, first tournament in Bordeaux. 81 minute, 81st minute winner, amazing. Sun was shining, what a lovely place. Come up today, we've lost 2-1. And all I'd like to say to you is, what an amazing atmosphere between the fans. The, the media portray England fans as absolute rat scumbags. We were in Bordeaux, Marseille was like a war zone. My wife was like telling me. So you were worried, were you? Worried, yeah. My wife was phoning me all the time, don't go to lawns, don't go to I said, no, I've got to go. Can I just say, for the media purposes, England fans top draw, just like Welsh with different accents. <laughs> so listen, the two have different accents, so I mean, obviously we're saying things like, you know, Tottenham and Arsenal, you're saying things like Swansea and Cardiff. So. I'm a Swansea fan, right? Oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm a Swansea fan, right? So I don't get on with Cardiff fans. There's fucking thousands of them out there, I don't even like them. But however, can I just say England fans, they're walking down the strip, I'm a BS, just been down there now. Have the media take pictures, me having other things with Leeds fans, Barnsley fans, uh, Millwall fans. So. Do they get up? Is that, is that portrayed back in the UK now? Well, I mean, we know it's not portrayed because it's not a story and people will hear this and they'll start yawning and they'll say, yeah, but you have got people that cause trouble, so on and so forth. Uh, like I said to you, we've, like I said, it's 12 tournament for us and we've going around. We only meet nice people when we go to football matches yeah. and we like meeting fans from other countries. Other fans from countries like meeting us as well. No, it never gets portrayed, but then in a way, sometimes that's, we quite, not saying we don't quite like that, but we, we like the fact that, you know, this is our own little thing that we kind of, yeah. that, that we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's football fans, and we tell people, and they're not interested because they see it on the on the TV. But let's keep away from that. This football match today, Wales. First half, you had us lock, on lockdown, didn't you? Oh, big time! Like, I think like obviously we play a certain way of three centre backs. We play quite defensive. Gareth Bale scores. Like when Gareth Bale scored, when Gareth Bale scored, unbelievable, and that puts us in a strong position. Problem is, then second half, you bring on new striker. Kane is rubbish. Oh, he won't win. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's fucking crap. And um, you bring on Vardy, a bit of an extra dimension. And after that, then, you sort of, we peg back, back, you back. Were, you, were, you were on the back foot, weren't you? Absolutely. However, that's the way, you know, let's be honest, in terms of the two teams, you you review the two teams. Apart from Gareth Bale and Ramsey, and, I mean, Joe Allen, I thought our midfield played really well, but you can't run for 90 yeah. minutes like we've done. Yeah, you did. So, look, Wales, though, I mean, I know you lost today, but you're in a very good position. I mean, you oh. pretty much qualified. Hopefully. So... So the f fingers crossed that we'll, we'll draw with Russia or beat Russia and then send them... No, don't, sorry, don't, don't mention the words beat and Russia in the, in the same term, OK? <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, fingers crossed, yeah, hopefully we qualify. But it's our first tournament. For us as a, as a nation, we're just nice being here. And I mean, do, 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 I mean the thing is, me and Laney were actually going to go to Bosnia, actually, um, just for a laugh, do you know, do you guys? And did you go out to Bosnia yeah, at all? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I tell you something, I mean, you only got 600 tickets for that, if I remember rightly, didn't you? I mean, I mean, it's cold, and I remember it's cold, cold and wet, rainy. You lose to the hill, and all of a sudden, it comes through, it's supposed to that, and that we've qualified. Yeah. Amazing. It's like, yeah. I done a thing for Welsh TV once, and it was like winning the lottery 10 times over. <laughs> it's like winning the lottery 10 times over. Yeah. So you won the lottery? 10 times over. So the beer's on you then? 
Absolutely. Hey, come on, let's get him in. I don't even pay for an English fan. Oh! <laughs> Listen, we've got, we've, got, we've got the man's in the house as well. Listen, you must be very, very happy today. England got the result. So happy. So happy. We scored in the last minute. Can you beat that? Can you beat that? Daniel Sturridge, he like whipped one through and he tore poked, he tore poked past Welsh fans. Can you beat that? You can't beat that. I've got a question as well because we're talking about the tactics and Roy Hodgson. Now, do you think because these guys came on and they cause an impact when they come in? So, was it, was it, was it, well, the impact when, they, when the subs came on, they got an impact, they changed the oh, game, yeah? flipped it up. Now, yeah. the question is, is it better because all of a sudden we, 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 the game was still in the balance? Okay, we were 1 0 down before that, but the fact is that they, they flipped it up. And is it better that these guys came off the bench and gave them an impact and had them on the back foot, do you it's, think, rather than being yeah. from the beginning? Totally. I think Fardy made an instant impact with his goal, and then I think Sturridge made an instant impact with his goal, and then we beat Wills 2 1 with an instant impact. <laughs> do you think that impact would have been the same if they'd started the game, is what I'm saying? No, no. And why is that then? I don't know, I think Wills, like, all they've got is Gareth Bale, haven't they? Wills have got Gareth Bale. England have got, like, Vardy and Sturridge on the bench. But the impact players, unlike the other night when we played Russia and we had uh, Wilshire and uh, Milner, they weren't impact players, so... I think Vardy is an impact player. Listen, and listen, you're a Borough man. You're very, very happy. Is that right? You're very happy oh, because this totally season happy. you did what you didn't do last season. You went to Wembley yeah. and uh, we didn't you, go to Wembley. Well, you, uh, we went to Wembley. No, no, no. Last year you went to Wembley yeah, with Norwich, yeah, yeah. and uh, you, 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 but you think that you learnt from that. You know what I'm saying? Um, as a cup final team, because you understand the cup final, do you think that England playing England? Do you notice any similarities? The level between yeah. what Borough doing in England. Yeah, England well, yeah, is shit. <laughs> England is shit, but we're good. <laughs> Listen, we've got the Borough fans in the house. Listen, good luck to you, and I'll catch up with you later, boys. All right. So, so listen, we got. It's, it's funny because we got the Derby boys in the house and the Forest boys in the house, and they're standing together. Now I don't understand. There's no line between them. This is like a straight-up loving between the two teams. Listen, Derby boy, ain't seen you since the time we came down to Derby, and uh, you come up to us. He said, "Hey, Bill, what's going on? We came down to Derby about six, seven months ago. We had a right laugh of you." Listen. Was it as much as a laugh as in that stadium there today? Yeah, England away is much better than anywhere else. <laughs> uh, scenes everywhere. Yeah. Uh, hot, the first half, shocking, but as soon as they listened to the fans, but on the two attackers, that was it. We knew we were going to get the three points. That was, but listen, it was still 90 minutes was coming up and it was 1-0. Was your heart pumping or did you think, listen, we're going to nick this? I said to him straight away that we were going to, get a, we were going to nick it right at the end. 90th minute winner, I said to him straight away. What, what, listen, what happened when that goal went in? Like went down rows. <laughs> like, it was out of scenes. Yeah. Like, I went down a couple of rows and like, everyone was like beer everywhere, bodies everywhere, the lot. Yeah. <laughs> listen, bodies everywhere. Listen, Forest Man, listen, you are obviously delighted with what's happened over there today. I mean, the thing about it is that it's about getting out of the group, really, isn't it? It is. You know, this is my first tournament with England, so uh, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, I feel we'll easily top the group. Uh, I hope Slovakia top Wales. So uh, I don't want Wales to about England all the way. It's my first with Tom. We're buzzing. We're delighted with England win. This is great. Listen, I mean, it's interesting because I mean, again, I've been loads of tournaments, so it's almost like you get used to it. But I get really interested to hear when new people come to tournaments and the things that they like, the things that they don't like, and, and the views that you have. So, I mean, were you a bit nervous coming to this? Because obviously, this is your first game after all the news that was going down. I was, yeah. You know, looking at like, what happened in Russia, but you know. 
as you can see here today, there's no trouble. It's just England fans and you know, we're all having a party and there's no trouble at all. But so okay, all I'm going to ask you though, why? Why is this different to what's happened down in... I mean, I know you weren't there in Marseille, yeah. but what do you think the difference is that everyone's enjoying themselves? It isn't really had to do with... Uh, winning or losing because no. because it was like this before the game yeah exactly I, I think it's because there's no uh, Russia to influence that and there's no police to like you know charge the England fans to influence so I think it's just like everyone's like more relaxed definitely so I don't think there's no influence from the police or Russian fans uh, England can do what they want so you're going to be coming to any other England games you think yeah definitely I'm definitely doing more yeah I enjoy it you so. haven't got any, any planned or anything yet no well we, we were talking about going to Russia but I don't know <laughs> We might go to Qatar. We've got to win this tournament first, don't uh, we? Definitely, yeah. Well, we've got to have a chance, haven't we? So, <laughs> who knows? Nice one. Cheers, mate. So, yeah, so this is it, man. Let, let Lons, um, chalk and cheese to Marseille. Uh, really enjoyed myself today. Um, David's with me as well. He's enjoyed himself. All our people have enjoyed themselves. And I have to admit, I'm going to say this, I was a bit nervous about this game. The reason why is because it's so close to England, everyone and their dog can come over here. So I thought there'd be about three million people in Lons just clogging it up. But the fact is that there probably are three million people, but it can handle it because it's got the bars and it's got the places which people like. It's got the music, it's got the vibe, and people are kind of just taking care of themselves. And uh, they, they obviously kind of probably understand about football and probably sort of kind of the football culture that we understand a little bit more maybe and also probably the police do to a certain extent I, I would expect because uh, we, we just haven't got that kind of fractious type thing I'm probably going to go off in a minute like you know what I'm saying um, but they don't seem to have that at all which is really really good um, so all I can say is that it looks like England are through we are so it's an Etienne's the next stop and then we're going to be plotting up fingers crossed either to go to Paris or down to Nice a couple of days later Laney yeah, I think I think you can gauge by the tone of what people are saying how different it is here. And this is this is really pretty much what it's like year in, year out. You know, left to our own devices, um, it is it is like this. It's um, really good humoured, dark humoured banter, um, but kind of just fun. And you know, um, the last ten years really, there's been precious little trouble with England. No. Um, and you know, that has to be recognised. If if the Russians and, and the French hadn't attacked England in this tournament it would have been like this from day one and, and, I, and I just hope that this podcast and w what we capture in our video today is, is helped in some small way to just show it how it really is Bill just show it as it is and what you say to you is just check out all our stuff we're besotted besotted.co.uk there's also besotted1992 on YouTube we've got all our videos on there we're trying to get one up from the Marseille game but our, our internet is so slow it's ridiculous but check our videos up we'll be putting up loads from this game and we've worked out a way we're going to be putting some videos up more and more and more quickly so really appreciate you checking in and tuning in to us and uh, thanks very much subscribe to us as well on Besotted but all we're going to say is as our mates say to us as well is come, come on England. England away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.